Hello, welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Today I am talking about courage. The other day, Grace to Use Phil Johnson tweeted the following quote, Devil give you colic, how dare you say the mass in my ear? That quote was 386 years ago today. Jenny Geddes threw her stool at the Dean of Edinburgh as he read from the prayer book in St. Giles Cathedral. Her act stirred the courage of the Covenanters. End quote from Phil Johnson's tweet. Well, Jenny was in church that day and she was sitting on her stool. The problem there in Scotland had been that ever since King Charles I had had his coronation service in Scotland, he had wanted to bring more Anglicanism to Scotland churches. The Church of England was the Church of England, which was a united kingdom, and that also meant Scotland. But the Scots were more Puritan in their beliefs than Anglican. Well, always independent, the Puritan Scots had become suspicious of the increasing encroachment of liturgy and rigid traditions a la the Roman Catholic Church. They had observed the coronation rites that King Charles I used and were displeased with his use of Anglican rituals. Well, next came the forced use of the Book of Common Prayer, a high Episcopalian book, with its readings in the Apocrypha. King Charles issued a warrant in 1635, declaring his spiritual power over the Church of Scotland, and insisting that the Church would be issued with a new book of liturgy which would be read at services. And on July 23, 1637, in St. Giles Cathedral, that common book of prayer was opened, and John Hanna, Dean of Edinburgh, began to read. And Jenny disagreed. Her act reputedly sparked a riot, which led to the Wars of the Three Kingdoms, which included the English Civil War. Let's fast forward a few centuries to 2013. There was a concert called The Armed Man, A Mass for Peace, written by Welsh composer Carl Jenkins, and it was scheduled to be performed in a church in Spire, Germany. The church was built there to honor the great reformer, Martin Luther, and this church is considered an important place in our Protestant history. It's where the, quote, protestation at Spire sealed the schism of the Christian church and is considered the birth of Protestantism. From this time on, the adherents of the Reformation movement were called Protestants. 
so in 2013 at this church, at this concert, Heidi Mund had heard that the program was going to include a Muslim call to prayer. Heidi was very concerned. She prayed. She asked her brother to accompany her. They bought tickets. Officials had designated a protesting place outside, but one of the restrictions was the protest must be silent. Heidi chose to see for herself instead and bought a ticket and settled in her seat in the concert in the balcony. Well, for that concert, there's a six-minute opening song called The Armed Man. And after that, a Muslim is supposed to call to prayer for two minutes. Rumors were true. The Muezzin, M-U-E-Z-Z-I-N, the Muslim guy, stood up and began to ululate his call. At that moment, a righteous anger rose in Heidi Mund, as she said later. She unfurled her German flag banner, emblazoned with the words, Jesus Christ, and shouted, Jesus Christ alone is Lord over Germany. I break this curse of Muslim prayer. I am standing here. I cannot do otherwise. This is the church of Martin Luther. I stand here. I cannot do otherwise. It was about that time she was approached by security and escorted quickly out but her brother with her had kept filming. It takes courage to directly oppose authorities. It takes courage to behave in ways contrary to societal expectations, like to cause a ruckus in church or to yell out in disruption at a concert. Jenny Geddes and Heidi Mund had that courage. The spotless name of Christ was being impugned in church. It also takes wisdom to intuit a pivotal moment. You wonder, like, is this the tipping point? Is this the tipping point? Now, I don't recommend disruption for the sake of disruption. A civil society has unwritten rules of conduct and We all know how to act in whatever venue we find ourselves. I remember my first trip to Italy. Now in America, you form a line, one behind the other, and you wait patiently for your turn to go up to the counter. You don't rush the line, you don't cut in line, you don't maneuver or elbow for a better position in line. But in Italy, it's a free-for-all. It's totally acceptable and expected that you rush the counter, jostle, finagle your way to the closest clerk. Doing the opposite thing in the opposite country would be considered weird. Yet there are some behavioral standards that are universal. And being a respectful audience member, especially in church, is one of them. But there comes a time 
that even in those situations, we must obey God rather than man. In Acts 5.29, when Peter was told not to teach in the name of Jesus in public, he stated that we must obey God rather than man. Normally, we strive to obey God and man by adhering to his law and following societal laws and even unwritten rules of conduct. But sometimes... It's important to disrupt. It will take wisdom and discernment to know which is which. The time is coming, and soon we'll have to make some decisions like Jenny did or Heidi did. Heidi knew it was coming and had prayed fervently beforehand, and she had a plan of what to do in case it played out the way she heard it might. You know, she brought her Jesus flag with her and her brother uh, with his filming. Jenny's situation was a surprise. I mean, not a total one. There had been indications the Book of Common Prayer was going to be used and soon, but when it happened, it happened. Jenny's reaction, well, it was a reaction of the moment. She had just a few moments to react until the prayer was over. She grabbed what was closest to her, which was her little stool, and threw it. In the Bible, Barak's courage failed when he needed it the most, but Rahab's didn't. David courageously faced Goliath, and Esther defied a social protocol at risk of her life. At the moment he needed courage most, Peter failed, denying God three times to a little slave girl. There are many instances in the Bible of strong courage and failed courage. It just shows us we're human. Sometimes we don't know at that moment it's time to stand up and the moment passes us by. Other times we know it's time to stand up, but we choose to remain silent. And still other times we can see it coming and can fortify ourselves with a response. As you read your Bible and come across examples of people who passed or failed the test, ponder the fact that we are all called to make decisions for Christ. Some of them are private decisions within our own conscience. That happens almost daily. Other times we might have to decide publicly to do something as Jenny and Heidi did. As the restrictions against Christians happen more frequently, there may indeed come a time in your life where you must make a stand in a pivotal moment What will you do? What will you do? Prepare now. This has been another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day.